Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today we have another new car reveal to talk to you guys about, and this one actually caught me by surprise because... Now, my memory could just be bad, but I don't remember in any of the weekly news roundups reading an article about Mini soon to be unveiling, well, now they already have, unveiling their new, well, I say their new, it is a new-ish car, it's a facelift, it's an update. I was surprised, this caught me completely off guard, I am talking about the 2022 Mini Cooper, we have updates to the hatchback, the convertible, let's get into it. In one fell swoop, Mini has introduced the facelift of three and five door hatchbacks, as well as the updated convertible. Set to be launched in Europe this March, the 2022 Minis feature revised styling inside and out. While the models are instantly recognizable, they have an all-new front fascia with a revised grille and a body color insert. Sorry, and a body color insert. The model also features new LED headlights, a larger grille surround, and a revised front bumper with triangular air intakes. You know the new Nissan 400Z, and you know the. You know those, they're not character lines, but the indents at the very edges of the bumper. The new Mini has that, except their actual vents. Whether or not they're functional, I have no idea, but it has that same, that same thing. Because I described the 400Z as looking malnourished with the, it has like cheekbones, weird cheekbones in the front bumper. Yeah, the new Mini, this new Mini Cooper, has a very similar, has a very similar design element feature to it, except with vents. Moving further back, the cars have new wheel arch surrounds and redesigned side scuttles with LED turn signals. At the rear, there's a modestly revised bumper and newly standard Union Jack taillights. That is a great touch. While many recently shut down their customization service, the car features several new options including a multi-tone roof, including a multi-tone roof. It's an interesting touch as it has a color gradient from San Marino blue through pearl aqua to jet black. Basically, it's a pearlescent roof. So you know those, you know the old TBR Cigaris in the Tuscan where they had those paint shift uh, paint jobs? Yeah, that for the roof. Speaking of colors, there are three new exterior paint finishes called Island Blue Metallic, Rooftop Gray Metallic, and Zesty Yellow. Designers also created five new wheel designs. Inside, drivers will find revised upholstery, updated air vents, and new trim. Other highlights include revised switchgear and new leather-wrapped steering wheel, with optional heating and an available laser-engraved LED light ring that surrounds the 8.8-inch infotainment system. Engine options appear to carry over, but the company announced a mini-electric collection in 2021, which is billed as a unique and progressive limited edition for the Mini Cooper SE. The company didn't say much about it, but it will have carefully selected adaptations on interior and exterior that underline the collection's individual character and uniqueness. In the United States, pricing starts at $22,900, which is an increase of $500. The four-door hardtop is an extra $1,000, while the convertible begins at $27,900. However, all those prices include an $850 destination and handling fee. Let's talk more about that electric Mini, though, before we get on to the styling. The electric Mini Cooper SC is now available in the new Collection Edition, which introduces a unique specification and exclusive design features. The new Cooper SE is the first Mini to offer the new Island Blue metallic paint finish, although the highlight is the multi-tone roof finish. Thanks to a new paintwork technique in the brand's factory in Oxford, UK, the new paint finish option, not paint finish, the new paint, the new roof paint option is a color gradient from San Marino Blue through Pearly Aqua to Jet Black. 
starting from the windscreen frame towards the rear. In addition, the exterior of the new Mini Cooper SE Collection Edition features exclusive bonnet and side stripes, black door mirror caps, a set of 11-inch light alloy wheels, piano black high-gloss detailing on the grille, headlamps, and rear lamp surrounds, and more. Nothing has changed under the skin, with the Collection Edition still featuring an electric motor with 181 horsepower or 184 PS, and 200 pound-feet or 271 newton meters of torque, and a 32.6 kilowatt-hour lithium-ion battery pack. The official driving range is rated at between, or is rated between 126 and 145 miles, or 203 to 234 kilometers on the WLTP cycle. The 0 to 60, or 100 kilometer per hour sprint, takes 7.3 seconds, while the top speed is limited to 93 miles per hour, or 150 kilometers per hour. The electric Mini Cooper SC can charge its battery up to 80% in just 30 minutes when plugged into a DC fast charger, or two and a half hours with its standard charging cable. Standard equipment includes adaptive LED uh, headlights, sports seats in light gray fabric slash leatherette combination, a new aluminum trim in anther, I don't even know how to say that, some kind of headliner, and the connected navigation package. The optional connected navigation plus package consists of a heads-up display, wireless smartphone, char smartphone charging, and concierge and other connected services. Customers can also opt for the driver assistance package plus, which includes active cruise control, with a stop and go function. Alrighty, so the looks. Let's start with the front and the exterior. So, I like the new headlights, though they look largely the same as the old ones. The only difference that I can see is that the DRLs, instead of being like this happy up arch, it, in, it encompasses the entire circular headlight unit. So it's a cir cir an entirely circular DRL. Not quite BMW Angel Eyes, but like that. The front bumper is as we noted, has been changed. It's it's a lot bigger. It's a lot more, I don't want to say guppy, but they definitely opened, opened it up more than last time because I think before, prior to the facelift, you had the you had the major upper grill and then you had like a lower slot down below. Well, now it's, it's one piece. It is one massive piece. So you know how, you know how with classic minis, you had that chrome grill. So imagine that if it extended all the way to the bottom of the body though. And that's kind of what they've done here. I mean, they still have like a body color center bar that splits the upper grill from the lower grill, which I wish they didn't have. I wish they just made it one. Perhaps it would make it a bit uh, gaping, but I do wish they had that central bar. You know the 2012 Dodge Charger SRT and how it had, how it had that center bar or perhaps the Dodge Dart from the same time period? And how it had that center bar and you could either have it in black or body color? Same concept here. Again, I wish it was in it was in black though, so that it would look more like the classic mini rather than it being kind of a just a bit of a plasticky mess. But it is what it is. Getting back to the size of it though, again, they made the grill way way bigger. It's not quite gopping because again, it's filled in, and I fear that if they didn't fill it in, it would be quite gopping. But yeah, instead of with the prior face of car where you had the upper grill and then maybe a lower grill or perhaps some some body below. No, largely the entire front portion of the face now is grill with the sides with the side with the sides of the body wrapping around the grill. They don't even go, but they don't even wrap around and then and then like encircle the under the underside of the grill. No, the grill goes goes all the way to the bottom of the front bumper. So it's much bigger than the old one. It's roughly the same shape. It's just been imagine if you selected in GIMP or Photoshop, the grill of the old Mini Cooper, and then just dragged it 
to the bottom of the bumper. That's what they did. That's exactly what they did. And again, though, I don't dislike it. It's not gopping to look at. If anything, it's a little bit more, perhaps you could say it's a little more aggressive. Ooh. Okay, it, it's a little, okay, I might take that back. It is a little strange. It's, yeah, not perfect. Because the problem, with the lime green car, it's very strange. With the more, with this beige one that I'm looking at, it's, it doesn't draw nearly as much attention to itself. Let's see if we can find a different photo of a car that's not lime. Okay, so one of them, so we're looking at the, the SE Mini Cooper now, and this has a much, certainly a much more, not traditional looking grill, that's not the word I want to use. It's much less crowded, because the thing with the Mini that I was looking at, I think that was the Cooper S, the, the beige looking one, is that much like with the current Mini Cooper S, you know those kind of rhomboid intakes that they have on the Mini Cooper, on the lower grill? Okay, those are incorporated into the grill on this new facelift, so it's all, again, it's all one grill. And I think that might be, that's, that's what we see in the Mini Cooper S, are those rhomboid, rhomboid looking lower, lower intakes. And so on the SE Cooper, it, it doesn't have that. It's just, it's a normal grill and it's a much cleaner look. Normally I would prefer the more aggressive look, but I might actually, not, not once in a blue moon, but I might actually prefer the less aggressive, cleaner look because it just doesn't have as much going on. With the lower portion of the grill. I might prefer that. Let's see if there's another photo. Because we just have a lot of photos of just a guy pointing this stuff in the press photos at the moment. And I don't really like it. We don't want to see you, boy. We just want to see the car. There we go. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a little busy looking. It makes the front end a little bit heavy. Some angles it is genuinely gopping to look at. But I, I think I'd have to see it in the flesh. I think in the flesh it would look brilliant. Let's move to the rear though. I don't like how they changed the rear bumper. They added just a bunch of fat to the rear bumper, and I'm not a fan of it. But I do like the Union Jack taillights. I think that was one of the best, the best design choices. The best, I, the, one of the best ideas Mini ever came up with for taillights when they had that Speedster concept, I think back in 2013. And I'm so glad they made them to production. A Mini, even though it's not that British anymore, I think a Mini is kind of quintessentially British. And to have that kind of patriotism in the taillights is beautiful to me. If we could have an American car that had, I don't know, star-spangled taillights, I would be just as happy. But those Union Jack taillights, they're so creative. They're so distinctive. They add so much character. I love them. I really, really love them. And I'm so glad they made them standard for the 20, I think this is the 2022 Mini Cooper. Let's see if I can find an image of the interior, though, because we're going to move there now. Also, I would like to point out for a second while I'm looking for, wow, those wheels are incredible. The interior, the the inner detail in that is insane. I would like to point out for a second here. Okay, so they have the old one and the new one side by side. Thank God. I would like to point out that this doesn't look quite as modern as the new Fiat 500 does. It looks more like a really good facelift, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Just something to note, I feel. Okay, so we have the new one and the old one side by side. And yeah, so you know what the, the old, well, the prior Mini Cooper, where you have, they had the fog lights on the lower front bumper. Those have been re have been replaced by vertical, by vertical character lines and with vents inside of those character lines, more like the scallops. Okay, so the the fog lights have been replaced by vertical scallops. That's what happened there. And with the old Mini Cooper again, you had the upper you had the upper grill 
which had a black plastic bar in the middle as well, which when that car came out, and I think I was doing the podcast even then, I had said back then that what I wish they did was get rid of that stupid black bar and just have the horizontal horizontal silver highlights in the grill because that would have really tied it to the original Mini Cooper, and I wish they did that, but they didn't. It is what it is. But you had the upper grill and then you had the lower grill. So again, as I said earlier, with the new facelifted Mini Cooper, it's all one part. The upper grill and the lower grill are encased in this massive black outline. So the upper grill, though, is still separated by a silver outline. But that, that in and of itself is encased by an even bigger black outline that goes past that and encases the lower grill. So, it's sort of, so instead of splitting the lower grill from the upper grill, it sort of encases it in one, in one design. I don't, I don't hate it. I think it's a little weird. I have to say though, I do prefer the older rear bumper. It, it cleaner, less fatty design because they, they drag the outer portions of the rear bumper out and down, and it's just, it, it's almost like it's sagging to me. It's almost like the rear bumper is sagging now, and I really don't prefer that look. Uh, I said I was gonna do the interior. Let's see if we can find an interior shot. God dang it! Here we go. It looks largely like the prior interior. So you still have massive infotainment in the middle. You have the HVAC functions down below. This this is largely the same interior, probably with some material upgrades, some design changes. But for the most part, this is, as far as I can see, the exact same interior, maybe with a, a new heads-up display. That's it, though. So not an all-new Mini Cooper, just a facelift, but not a terrible facelift. Some things I prefer, some things I don't. I think I'd give it a 6 out of 10 just because it's not, it's not, an, aston it's not an astonishing update. It's just, it's an update, and, and it's good, but that's about it. That is going to be it for this episode, then. I hope you all enjoyed If you did, then please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And thank you if you do subscribe. I really do appreciate it. Please make sure to hit the little notification bell, and then all notifications. That way you are notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but hey, you don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, that's not an issue. Before you set off, just boot up wherever you get your podcast, and type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then choose the episode that you want to listen to. I do hope you enjoyed. I'll see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.